0: motherfucker hey man welcome we're back should i even start like that it's a podcast about everything how do i bring this thing in welcome to another fucking episode of the award-winning world famous podcast that nobody knows about and hasn't won a damn thing it is a podcast about everything we are several months behind in this fucking podcast sorry i know i'm not supposed to catch five minutes into it but hey it is what it is it's finally 2021 I guess apologies are in order to the listeners because every time I come here, I tell you guys that this is going to be the last straw. This is going to be it. I will be consistent from this point on and then the next thing you know, something else happens in life and what do you know? Another person complaining about the time that they have and their priorities not being in order. I am trying guys. So again, I am going to put this out on this platform, but at the same time, I think I'm also going to do it for... My other podcast as well, which has also gone on a standstill. Again, I am tired of doing this. I am tired of apologizing. I'm like a man inside of a broken home who is just tired of coming home and seeing this woman's face and apologizing. But anyway, we are in beautiful Los Angeles, California. It is a sunny 70 right now, I believe, top of the morning. Trying to get it done really fast because there are painters. Uh, there's some str- construction or um, little things going on over on, on at this building. So you're going to hear that if I don't get this thing done in time, which is fine. It's no problem. You guys have heard the airplanes. You've heard the traffic before. You'll hear those same things. You'll just hear some boom and banging as well. Anyway, dude, it's nice to be back. Again, I, 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 I can't tell you guys how much I apologize, but um, schedules were changing and, um, other things were just coming. I can't really tell you guys too many excuses. It's nothing to just put on a fucking, um, your, your laptop and then record for an hour. But it is when your brain isn't podcast ready. Like at that moment, it isn't podcast formatted. You have to be in the know with several of the things that you guys are interested in for me to be able to talk about and have my points of views on them. Um, Sometimes you just want the best space. You might have family visiting, whatever the case may be. You just might have. You just might not have the opportunity to record at the time, which is fucking phenomenal for celebrities. We'll get into all of this shit. I don't know if I want to come in this way, but it makes it really easy for um, a celebrity to have a podcast. This is why I think I'm seeing a lot of platforms chase celebrities because, for one. You're gonna kind of know what you're doing for the next couple of months. If you don't, someone around you does. Um, if that means that you're gonna be locked in somewhere on a movie set, or you got an album you're trying to get out, or whatever you do for your profession, we can still find some a lot of time in there. But when you're just a a person in general, pop out here in the world living, and you've got. Different priorities and they change on a day-to-day basis or a week-to-week basis there's nothing set in stone for you for months at a time sometimes shit happens and I'm not saying that that's a great excuse for me but what I will tell you is I'm going to get to the point where I am like the successful general pop and I'm able to set aside time for uh, the things that I think that I enjoy um, that will bring revenue to me and only to me and and not to a nine-to-five where I make someone else company um successful and you know all that good stuff like that I need to stop the ums and all that stuff don't I? or I'm gonna have a whole lot of fucking editing to do any god dang way anyway I want to send a shout out to the dog uh got some bad news over uh, the last week there's um From what's being told, at least from the little small bit that I've read, DMX has uh, gone into, uh, he had an overdose and is now unresponsive. Um, And I believe he's hooked up to a respirator or life support of some sort. And I just want to send my, send the get well out there to him just to put it out in in the universe well wishes and and hopefully he makes it out of this it's not looking too great I'm just gonna be honest with the listeners this is what I like to do here from from my knowledge he was unresponsive in an unresponsive state for over an hour they said he was uh, brain dead so in a vegetative state and you know it's not if the person can make it back it's if the it's if um if the mind can and when it's been off po- literally powered off for an hour you know you kind of need that organ on this entire series right you kind of need just like your heart you kind of need that you kind of need that organ on during this whole fucking show there's there's no lights out for those two like i can I can take this leg out of the equation. I can take this heart out of the, I mean, this arm out of the equation or uh, a finger. You know, you break a fucking thumb or something and okay, (laughs) we can get back. That can be out of commission for a while. There's a way to get around that shit. But there's a couple of these organs inside of this body, man, that it just has to stay on. Even if it's on rest mode, it has to be on all the time. You You can't pull that switch out. And I'm trying to make lighter on the situation because I can't bring in another year. Even though we're into April now, um, we're still kind of at the top going into the mid. And I can't say goodbye to another one of my heroes, right? Like, okay, I had Kobe last year, okay? And then... Following this, I get this news of DMX now. DMX started me out wanting to be an artist. I was in the 7th 8th grade, anybody who knows this. Well, there were several, right? But in this moment of your life, you're starting to pick apart who you're going to be and what your identity is going to be um, going into your actual teenage years going into high school. And of course, I had my influences in elementary school, but you're, you're a kid. You're just doing what kids do. You're rhyming along and... Um, back then, uh, Mace was a very, very big influence. But this is just a year or so apart. This is all happening at the same time. So, yeah, man, this this was the guy, though. The dog is the guy for me. I, I mean, Mace was, too. But there was something different from what i seen a year prior to DMX hitting. Or at least me gaining knowledge of him as an elementary school kid on the, on the West Coast. So, from what I got from Bad Boy and the family and Mace and and You know, that whole little era over there in Harlem was, you know, flashy, um, very misogynistic, um, you know, womanizers and really, really um, all about the money and the shine and shit. So you see that as a kid and you're like, oh, that's cool as fuck that, you know, bad, 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 bad boy. You make me feel so good. The girls are dancing. They got these fuckers attractive outfits on, you know. So you're like, damn, this is cool. I don't know if they were in Atlanta City or Old Town Vegas, but the lights and all that shit attracts you as a kid. And then you and then fast forward a year later, a year and a half later, you get this let's take it back to the streets, motherfucker. You know, you get this heartbeat and it's gritty as gutter. The camera is going in and out and it's black and white, but not traditional black and white. It's almost gritty like a fucking like one of those crime nineteen fifty Type of John's or something, you know, and this dude comes on the fucking stage. There's pit bulls, there's uh, uh, energy in this crowd that looks violent. And then I would later come to realize, recognize, or now know that, that was the legendary tunnel in New York, which I've never been blessed enough to go to, or, or I guess it, however you look at it, I was. Uh, fortunate not enough not to make it there. Uh, they say it's very dangerous at the tunnel at the time. I think Phone Master Flex got the tunnel back over or some shit like that. I don't I don't know. But this was a fucking sight to see for a seventh grader. You know, like oh okay, what the fuck? And he's and he's getting on some shit. You know, every time I get close to niggas, just like protected by Vipers. Stand back. What's this? I thought you niggas was killers, demented you know, and he's going off I, I, I never gave a fuck about how niggas feel. I rob him a steal you know, like, so from going from the glitz and glamour the year before, and then coming into this and um, seeing this side of New York that I hadn't been privy to I I was too young to know what was going on beforehand with Illmatic and Wu-Tang Clan. you know uh, Rakim and Eric B and or Eric Bean or I can't, however, you want to say it. Um, you know, uh, EPMD and uh, Gangstar. Like, I, I was, I missed all a lot. I missed that gutter wave of New York streets. And then, you know, obviously I got big, but big had gutter, but I, I'm still young. I'm not listening to those tracks yet, you know? So, um, everything leading up to this was 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 pretty everything was pretty leading up to this and then and then the streets hit and and it was a back and forth and we finally got this balance of of the pretty in the streets because Rockefeller was hitting at the same time and then was hitting at the same time so it was a different time but the dog man you know of course we know jay and and jay was still that dude back then Uh, because hard knock life was getting ready to drop in 98 as well but this is 97, I'm talking about. And the dog led the pack at that time. The Rough Riders led the pack at that time. And for me, this was very, very um, uh, uh, detrimental to me as, as a child growing up. So I have to pay my respects. I have to send love to, this, to, to DMX. I have to, to the dog, to Earl. I have to, um, to hope everything's going to be okay, even if everything looks bleak at the moment. I didn't think that if this was going to happen, X, it was going to be a possibility that he can be in a place where he's still around but he's not around type of situation and you don't really know if that's for the best, especially a character like him. With all the stories that we know about him, you would hate to see a man that was so full of life um, spend the next of his years a shell of himself. Almost like how we had to see uh, Muhammad Ali back then. Damn it, my phone died. How we seen Muhammad Ali back in the day. Or a our, our couple years before he passed. And we know of this guy. Of the We know the legend. You know, we know the myth. We know the stories. And what we see now for the kids that weren't able to see him in his Heyday, who wasn't able to see Muhammad Ali at his peak, all we see is the the shell of a man, the image of a of a man that we've all seen different individuals play at some point or another in Hollywood. All we can do is uh, take from it what we will on from the YouTube videos, you know, the, the the things that are documented, or are, are, you know take the characters that are played played them and, and put them and take that for all that we have of their, their peak positions in life. I can't see Muhammad Ali shaking in a chair at a award show. And because I have never really visited, um, uh, actually vision these big feats, these, these milestones that this man, these, these highlights that he created. I just see an old man and for the kids coming up, that's all they'll see when they see DMX. Right? They don't They don't know everything that he's done. And I know that that shit is like, yeah, but people remember. And it's like, but do they? You know, it's only so long. It's only so long before the new kid comes in town. It's only so long before they said Kobe was the new Jordan or... LeBron was the new Kobe or Jordan or, you know, whoever the next thing is going to be, there's always going to be a next big thing. And especially if you go out at, at the latter end of your career, say like an Anderson Silva, and you know this dude to be the GOAT. But because he lost so many going out at the latter end of his career, the kids, the ones that were coming in, they don't really see Anderson as a GOAT. They see GSP and they see GSP's got five or six losses on this record. They don't really see GSP as a GOAT. They don't understand the climate at that time. I don't understand the climate at that time I don't understand the climate um, for Muhammad Ali and what it did for for uh, African Americans at that time at that moment I know what I have been told I know what I have been seen. I know what emotions have been displayed across of a movie screen or a television screen on how I'm supposed to feel as a person of color at that time but I don't have it for myself so all I can tell you about the dog is I do have all that knowledge but for the kids that don't have it Trust me, he's praised for a reason We are um, A lot of us MCs Are hurt for a reason um, It goes way further than what these bitches want from him. And again, the memes and shit like that Like this guy was something big to music He was doing things that hadn't been done In a game that had only been around for Under 20 years at the time Dude put out an album, two two platinum albums in one year. I mean the dude was at that time, it was incredible, it was phenomenal, was not garbage music. So let me not stop let me not sit here and dwell on this. I didn't want to bring this in bad like this, dude, but um, this is what is going on right now. I have to report it. I wouldn't be a fan if I didn't. There are a few people that I can consider myself an actual fan of. There are true people or there are only a few people that I consider myself a lineage from, uh, um, uh, made from that cloth. I can actually sit here and vouch. There are a few people. So DMX is one of them. Earl is one of them. So yeah, I had to, I have to, I wouldn't be who I am or pieces of me wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Earl Simmons. So I have to, now I can go ahead and leave this on right now. But I, um, there are a lot of people, we have lost kids, Love pop smoke and, and several individuals have have gone in the last couple years. I'm from the West Coast. We lost that. That was a hard one to take. It was like 19, 20, and now we got 21, and it's like, you know, one after another, and and I, everybody can't be one of your heroes, but it still sucks the same. Especially when you you know you guys were interested in the same type of things, and um, we just went across the. Um, anniversary of Nipsey's passing so I guess I should be sending out my love and 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 well wishes and um energy and and stuff towards Lauren's way Lauren London's way and and her children and 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 Nip's family and his brother and mother and father all those people that are impacted by that man you know so anyway don't want to start morbid I already have I, I don't know if we're 20 in yet I can't really see the time maybe I should but I think it's about that time for me to change the subject. I am um, feeling over about eighteen minutes in. That's cool. A good gauge of time while I'm still talking two things at once. So uh, I was talking to my homegirl. I'm like, yo, dude. Even there's a lot of things, and I talk myself out of a lot of shit. But when it comes to this podcast, I do. Like where we started, there are, uh, there's there been some time that I haven't been speaking and things have changed with me, so I don't know exactly the direction I'm going in right now, but we'll pair, we'll figure this shit all out, you know, um, trying to figure out all, all my other shit. I've been letting a couple relationships go to the wayside, so I got, um, I got to go around and, and connect with a few of my people and really try to. Get people excited about creating again, you know? If it's easy for me, a person of my kind, like, the type of grind I have, type of shit that comes in my mind, type of ideas, if I can lose my way, I know niggas from the niggas that I want involved with me for a couple more years, I know that, you know, they... Out of sight, out of mind Shit, I don't know what anybody's doing Nobody knows what I'm doing So I do want to get to a point where I have a podcast That's centered around a few of my good friends You know, I was trying to do it with this one But I don't know if I want this one to be that You know guys, so we're going to figure this shit out I'm going to let the guests, the fans of the show Figure this shit out We'll do it together You guys, of course I said it since day one That you guys were, we were going to build this fucking thing together Which podcast will let you do that uh, of course, this one will. So, I, I also want to mention that there are also um, two more shows, at least since the last time I've looked, that have the same type of name. There are a couple biters out there. Uh, there is The Podcast About Everything. And I think there's there's another one. There's two other motherfuckers. But I know only thing that's changed about one is it, it's not a podcast about everything. Or it's a podcast about everything. It's the podcast about everything. You know? So... Go check them out, dude. I'm never going to be a hater. Whatever we got to do, maybe somebody might find his podcast or her podcast or their podcast. I haven't heard them before. I will check them out, but maybe somebody might type in, it's our A podcast by everything. They'll come see me, or maybe somebody, uh, one of my fans, will go, type in the, and they'll go see them. So I don't give a fuck, dude. Y'all guys, keep this shit moving. I hope we have some of the same goals in mind with the same title of a podcast. I do know mine was out first because this. You, it's all tight time stamped and time dated so whatever dude i'm here to inspire if i wasn't the inspiration for you then i hope you hear about me and and you get inspired by that i hope that i hear you guys podcast and i am inspired by your podcast as well so um you guys go check them out you know there's there's a podcast of a similar name and go type that shit in the search bar i'm quite sure they're probably on every pro- platform go give me um Go give them a listen and tell me what you think, dude. I'm, I'm never going to hate. I'm never going to be the guy who, you know, who um, wants to steer anybody's creativity in any direction except for their own. So with that being said, go check out the podcast about everything. There's a second one, too. I think it's three of us now. Um, but that's a creator, a real creator would sit there and be like, that's fucking great. Hope something goes good with the name. And then, um, you move on, you create something else, you move on and you create and you create and you create and you just don't stop creating. You don't think about the last creation. So, um, hopefully, hopefully I get these, these, my, my, um, couple of my good friends together and we can turn something into something if it's not going to be this one. Uh, I don't know where I want this to go right now, but that's no reason to to not record. Um, But yeah, that was something that I found out because I was going to drop a podcast a couple months ago and I just figured why, you know, like I I already knew what was coming my way. I already knew I wasn't going to have as much time as needed. So just putting out another episode, it didn't make sense. But I do like this whole Patreon thing. We're going to get into a lot of shit in a minute. Uh, Okay, my phone turned back on. That's great. Uh, we're going to get into a whole lot of shit in a minute. I'm bringing up things that I have to talk about later in the episode. So, you know, I do want to talk about Patreon. I do have so many episodes that are like just thrown to the wayside because they were supposed to come out in a specific type of time or follow up with different podcasts, And then things just didn't happen. And so I've got at least so many recorded. So I'm thinking about Patreon or Patron. Um, I know the black folks call it Patreon. But I heard the guy who created it call it Patreon. So that's what I'm calling it. That's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it what the creator calls it. Um and yeah, more shit to to actually talk about and get into for a second. I'm gonna pause it. Oh man, that came in at a bad time. I came in right where the plane was coming in. Sorry about that. I had to Figure out. I'm prepared today, guys. I have. <laughs> I got topics, man. I have topics. Sorry, I'm away from the phone right now. But anyway, we're gonna slide back into this fucking thing. I've been waiting for a little while now since the um, what was that? The inauguration in January. That was a big deal. Um, no matter how you lean on the fence, I don't care. You like who you like. You choose what party you want to choose. Independent political or fucking Democrat political, Republican political. It doesn't matter to me. Um, what matters is that we do better as um, as as humans in <laughs> and, and the United States, dude. Like, what the fuck? Whoever's going to have um, the best game plan at the end of the day. Now, that's a lot to hope for. And they know it. This is the game, right? This is like, yeah, fucking well-wishing. This is the way the world works. So you got to have faith this is how they structured structured it all so um what i'm really wanting to get into about this because i can care less about some of the issues that you guys want to talk about right now in today's episode i'm not saying that they don't matter and i'm not saying that i won't talk about them because i will um but today's podcast because it's Welcome back podcast. I don't want it to be too heavy. We just went morbid. We started morbid, so I don't want to go into some shit that's just gonna turn you all the way the fuck off, especially if I like someone that you don't like. Um, but with this situation, it doesn't matter how you feel about it, because if you're not into it, then it's just not for you, and go sit yourself down somewhere. But for the rest of us who care, for the rest of us who know better. I want to speak about this topic. So January meant a lot to me because um, we have a new president. We have a new vice president. And the vice president that we have elected into office right now supports something that I support. And that's for the federal legalization of marijuana. (laughs) And the marijuana. Uh, Yeah, for the federal legalization of marijuana, dude. (sighs) We've been waiting for so long. Okay, recreational medical use came in. That was great. And California, you know It's big out here Humboldt and where we grow and shit like that People come here you, you, If you come from Cali, you visit somewhere else They actually if you brought that Cali with you Which is another thing Because I I hate people from California Who call California Cali You can't be from California and call, people, call California Cali That's just That's nasty But anyway, on to the other fucking topic I mean, same topic on to another fucking issue with the topic California got it first we got our medical cards and we were able to get our cannabis that way uh, and then recreational use came and just 21 and older I believe it is right not 18 it's 21 I believe 21 and older and um, you just go in, you show your ID and they take your information you go buy your marijuana but that doesn't stop that doesn't stop stores from being raided from local law enforcement when they choose that they need to do it for some reason, probably what I would think is money involved. Shut down stores, shut down properties. You can still be arrested, even though they've thrown out majority of the cases. I don't think, yeah, I don't want to put it in the universe because I don't want to find out, but from what I believe, um, California, some of the states that have already been you know, on the lenient side, aren't picking up anymore. I think they're kind of going with the the regulations of it. You just can't have up to a certain amount. But at any time, if you know, if, you, if you're being a dickhead, you're talking crazy. If you got a dickhead, person who's pulling you over, they can still take you in because at a federal level, it's still illegal when you're going out for employment, even though it's illegal in your state and it's available for adults to purchase in, um, for And used for recreational use That can still stop you From being hired um, At a job It can get you fired from a job If you're a driver Or in the medical field Or you know you have some type of slip up And they give you a drug test And it comes back that THC has been in your system Has been in your system Just not even that day You know how long this shit stays in your system So even if it's in your system You can still be terminated Not even you can still be You will be terminated because it's a scheduled fucking drug. So the, this bill is very fucking important because not only does um, it decriminalize it at a federal level, it takes it, it decriminalizes it, it deschedules it, it takes it off of the federal schedule list, you know, which is very, very fucking important because then you could decriminalize it. Then we don't get any more arrests than people who are in jail for um, non-threatening marijuana charges. Are now released. Um, records are now expunged. This is what's taking place. But I think the most important thing, not only people catching bogus charges, because I think that's at the forefront of this. But the second thing is that the economy actually figures out what the fuck it wants to do. Do you? You can't half at. You can't half illegal something, and just want to impose a law when you want to, because that's what the problem is. They figure brown and blacks have been targeted. At least that's what the numbers show. That. Browns and Blacks have been targeted for marijuana. This is is a a drug that is very, very fucking uh, popular inside of the communities and brown and black communities. So even if we keep it the way we have right now, where it's recreational, it's medical and depending on what the circumstances are and whoever the officer is and how your state sees it you can do some time or you can have a fine and it's like no all right what about if i'm a business i'm recognized by the state but if i'm not recognized federally you guys are still going to send state police local police to come in and shut me down take my paperwork take my weed take my customers to jail whatever the fuck you want to do they don't want to come back here no more because it's too much trouble so you have to figure that shit out that's that's next and then Another thing they have to figure out is the times They have to to recognize the times we're in People just went through a hell of a situation The fucking economy has been closed for almost two years so you're, some people have, they deal with it a, a different way. We've seen wine bottles and liquor and people are getting wasted and teaching their kids in the morning, waking up and it's a stressful day. People have lost their jobs. Some people have lost hours. Some people are working from home and they are getting a little bit, they're getting intoxicated. They may be fucking drinking liquor, drinking wine, drinking spirits, um, beers, whatever, they may also be getting high. They may smoke a fucking bowl. They might smoke a joint, you know. when I come back to work because I've been at home and you guys want to drug test me. When I go out to look for new fucking employment because I got let go during this whole situation, you guys want to drug test me. And even if I'm using something that's considered legal in my state, federally, it's still illegal and it's going to keep me from, uh, from employment, right? That's fucked up. Another thing is the economy, Right? I want to. I, you wanted the economy to bounce back? There are a lot of businesses that are not coming back. You fucked up the whole restaurant business. There are so many fucking places that are just not coming back. So, how do we get our economy back? You probably better use the marijuana business while you can. It's going to be around. It just, you see, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. People are selling this shit out of their house. Out of the houses and apartments, um, several different spots on several different streets. Didn't matter if you had a good neighborhood or a bad. Somebody somewhere was selling marijuana. And now there's stores everywhere. So you got to change with the times. You have to. People need a clear understanding of what's happening. People need to feel like their government is going to protect them for doing what they say that they can do. And allow the changing of guard to happen between big tobacco and the marijuana industry going to be huge i'm watching the stocks i'm watching um which companies i want to be invested in when this shit pops off is a very big deal for people who who just don't want to take the time to understand thc or cbd or marijuana as a whole um another thing i want to talk about since i just mentioned stocks here. Yeah, I'll keep this one brief because you guys all heard it. GME, GameStop, and uh, American Airlines and AMC and the stocks there. Uh, GME did their thing. That Air- American Airlines, I don't that I, I didn't really see that budge too much. AMC, even though there's toss now, I don't really see that going up either. Maybe in the summer, probably. That's what we're getting ready for. Maybe when there's some blockbusters starting to hit. But if you're going to allow them to continue to be in the in the homes and streaming, and I have the choice. Then chances are I'm going to be I'm going to be streaming that sucker. Um, I don't know if I was able to say that on my last podcast or not. Probably I haven't listened to it um, since I put it out. But any fucking way, excuse me, guys. I don't know why my nose is running. Yeah, GME though, it did some good things. Got all the way up to three hundred. Uh dropped back down to I think as low as twenty six, twenty-five dollars. Um then went all the way up to close to three. I think it I think the highest he got was four hundred and then got back close to three. Uh around two ninety eight. If it didn't hit three, it might have. Three fifteen or somewhere around there. And then uh from now what I look at now it's dropped down back down to one eighty four. Interesting enough, dude, when, when the, when you got a situation, when you've got people out of work, you got people really just invested and everybody has access to the internet because, you know, that's just the day and age that we live in. And if, and if I have uh, my phone with me and I'm out of work and I'm looking for shit to get into and ways to make money somewhere, somehow, somewhere, some way, someone's going to figure out the stock market. And that's what happened. Uh, there's a group on Reddit uh, I think it's called Wall Street bets where they just look for holes in the in the stock game where people and people who aren't upper class shouldn't know these secrets and you just got a lot of people talking to each other on the internet and it doesn't matter. What position they're in. You, they, you might have someone who's on the low income scale. Talking to a person who was just on the high income scale. But because of COVID. They've found themselves in a position where. They don't make the money they used to. And now they're talking to some people. With some interesting views and ideas. And they can teach each other something. And, and, and now they've taught someone how to to, to to peep hedging. And shit like that. And it's like oh okay. If, if I didn't know this. If I knew this I would share with the whole gang. Well they did. And the shit made the news that had white people and, and rich people very fucking upset. And uh, if you had the opportunity to jump into that uh, GameStop stock, I hope you did. I hope you um, made some money. I hope it was beneficial. I hope it was a learning process for you. Uh, something to speed. Um, something to get you up to speed. So you can start playing this game on the same type of level that the other people are playing on. Because this is how they're doing it. This is a... I've seen it. I've seen it. I had... Uh, old friends and associates of mine who tried to explain this game to me i think for me it had i had to pick a lane and then study it and then branch out from there but some of the friends that i had at the time um they had their interests and that's not where my interests led to so i didn't really retain the information like i should have but i hope you guys made some money out there man the guys did you know you know who i'm talking to um if you're still in the stocks and shit i hope it worked out for you i hope you guys made some money and um I hope that brought you back some positive energy in your life. You know, chasing that is like a high from gambling. You know, if you got a friend who gambles and they finally hit big and vays, you're like, dude, it all paid off. I'm glad you learned something. And um, hopefully you get better at it. So the same thing here with that shit because I'm on this game now too, y'all. So hopefully hopefully I see you at the top. (laughs) Anyway, that's Wall Street Bets. That's everything that's been going on. Well, Wall Street Bets, not everything, but everything that I would like to talk about on today's episode of the podcast about everything. I mentioned COVID a couple of times. I know everywhere else is kind of open. It started with Florida and Atlanta and I believe Texas were some of the few who started to kick their states off first, opening up. Um To be honest, I don't even know if Florida's really closed like that. But I'm not from Florida. haven't been to Florida. So I ain't going to talk about y'all like that. But y'all wild out there in Florida, man. Y'all was like, ain't nobody stopping us with going shit. <laughs> yeah, it's shit. Yeah, y'all been rocking though. But anyway, California's just getting back. And New York. New York was one of the first two as well. I heard about dine-in restaurants and all that shit being open again. Which was fucking crazy to me because for the longest time New York was leading the pack and then California took over and Texas followed behind and New York still stayed top five but you know they were still one of the first states to reopen which got me thinking about some of the things I've heard Joe Rogan say about some of the power struggles that's going on out here in California and the governor and the mayor and all this other shit that's going on and the struggle to give power back and you start thinking about all that shit but anyway we gotten to the point where they're starting to allow it the gyms are back open the actual gyms are back open i haven't been to one yet i don't feel like i need to try it i'll probably start going back out really in summer um, but for right now, I'll just let everybody who just has to get out there get out there. Those are usually the extroverts, and I'm not an extrovert. I'm not missing to see C- large groups or gatherings of people. <laughs> Only place I really want to go is Disneyland, but we'll talk about that in a second as well. I will take the chance for Disneyland. Fucking walk. But anywho. Uh, yeah, we're back reopening. I think the movies are open. I I actually finally sat down inside of a restaurant and ate a meal. That was fucking weird, but exciting at the same time. I think I've done it twice now or once. I don't know. But it's only been open for a couple weeks, dude. And California has almost been back to normal. We've been back to normal even without the fucking gyms and the movie theaters and dining Um, Restaurants for the longest I think what really killed us Was when they closed The outdoor dining That kind of fucking hurt Because we were back To just people being In the streets Driving in traffic For no reason But Other than that Traffic's been out I hear people When they When they come visit They're like Oh California is like a ghost town and there's fucking tents in the street. There's homeless and, you know, they're fucking cutting off people's fucking genitalia and no one eats and they're living in the sewers. I'm like, dude, it's not that fucking bad. California is still a fucking same, at least Los Angeles, at least the places that you guys are talking about. All you fucking celebrities and shit that just don't fucking pay attention to pro- um, to the poverty. You don't pay attention to the homeless. California's had the worst homeless problem for over a decade now, back when Kobe Bryant was alive and they were winning championships in 2009, 2010, he had started a homeless initiative, him and his wife. So if you just don't want to really open your eyes and see that this problem has been here, um, then that's on you. Now, it might be a little more mainstream now because there are more people who have lost their fucking homes. And certain areas are now cleaning up the homeless, so they're pushing them to certain areas. So a lot of areas look worse off than others. Places where you used to visit a lot may not look the same because they've now made this a safe place for the homeless to come and sleep in their tents. But hey, it is what it is. What do you want to do? You're going to have them spread out everywhere or you're going to have them spread out in one place or a couple places. So that's California right now. Sorry, it doesn't look pretty. But it's not supposed to. It was COVID. <laughs> fucking celebrities and something else, man. All the stores are closed, and like, yeah, they fucking are. That for everyone though is what's going on. It's not just for for um for California, dude. Like for everyone, you're mad that your favorite store is closed, but that's just, just what's happening right now. We just have to deal with it. Complaining isn't really going to do much about it. We've been sitting here. And dealing with it, uh, but I am happy to see people back out there and doing what extroverts love to fucking do, which is talk and mingle and be fucking you know social butterflies. And and all you can really see is anybody's eyes. Anyway, it's a different day these days, dude. Um, well, COVID taught a lot of people too. Is in this time of change and expense, um, especially here in California, I'm sure and in, and. In, uh, Florida, New York, too. Uh, if you're not in the Midwest or in the South, do this kind of fucking stings, And even out there, too, but um, not as much as on the coast on either side. Um, COVID lets you know how far $1,000, $1,400, $600 to take you, right? <laughs> that shit, this situation has told people exactly what it means to have $1,000 these days. You blow through a fucking $1,000 in two days. You can do it in a day. If you're not watching yourself. But two days max is fucking. Especially if you got bills. Like coming. You know. If it's not just about feeding yourself. But if you're thinking about feeding yourself. Fuck. Shh. Especially if you're talking about groceries now. Or eating out too dude. All that money is gone. Two weeks. If you can stretch 14 two weeks. You're good. If something else though. The way that they. It's like. yo, Y'all, y'all know y'all should be raising minimum wage. Because you just gave people. Two weeks. At a minimum wage job, you just gave people two weeks fucking pay, fourteen hundred dollars is what I'm saying, thousand dollars, fourteen hundred dollars. You just gave people two weeks pay. All right, and you want them to get through for months at a time, and they barely getting through uh, through the week, the, the, through two weeks. Some people have multiple kids and shit, you know, and it's still and it's and it's and it's not working. So. Y'all see that shit has to change, and I understand people gotta keep their pockets fucking lined, and you know people's gotta get their palms greased and shit like that at the top. And you've went to school, and you you've shook hands with some of the right people, and you've, you've memorized and familiarized yourself with some of the, with some of the right faces, so you feel like you do deserve to get your palms greased. And I, who am I to tell you different? You know, can't tell a doctor you can't get paid because. He went to school, he put that time in, so if a politician's job is to be as crooked as possible, get his fucking palms, grease, and and meet and mingle and do the things that I don't do to keep the economy running, I can't tell him that he can't do it, but just don't drown everybody while you do it, dude. You you're, you depend on these people to keep this motherfucker afloat. If, they, if everybody decides at some point that they just, all right, well, if y'all want to do it this way, everybody, we're going to go off the grid. Every fucking American in the United States is going to go off the grid. Nobody's doing nothing. Nothing at all. We'll just let chaos run for a month. Because the only people was eating is at the top. So y'all do the shit that y'all want the people at the bottom to do. And we'll just sit around. We'll see how you guys do that for a month. Yeah. <sighs> And i know that just sounds like it could never happen but there have been several things over the course of history where you thought damn well that was a little extreme (laughs) sometimes extreme is all that's needed for change to happen and i think that's where we're going with it so thousand dollars fourteen hundred dollars it just doesn't stretch too far especially today especially in today's economy especially with insurance Especially with them wanting you to have health insurance, car insurance. You gotta feed yourself. You got kids. They've got shit going on. You've got things going on. You got gas. You've got bills. I mean, maybe that's what COVID was for. Like, look, uh, a lot of y'all need to get y'all priorities straight. So just focus on your bills, focus on your family. We're gonna shut everything down so you can't spend your money on stupid shit. And yeah, you can't um, take your family on vacations That you can't be on And you come back broke No we're going to stop all that So you can get yourself caught up And people are like mm, I don't want to be <laughs> I will spend all my money On Amazon deals And Prime Day FedEx UPS They'll, they'll bring it I don't have to be out to spend all my fucking money. I can be broke in the house. I can do it from the house, fuckers. I'll show you government. I know how to be broke. I know how to get this done. <laughs> uh, I don't know who to be mad at. the Government or the people, dude. This is where we are. But I don't let it get the best of me because I know this is just the way of the world. 1800s, same situation. 1900s, same situation. Millennium, same situation. Here we are 2021, same situations. This is just the fucking balance of how the world works. Everyone's not going to see this, see everything the same. People have different perceptions. Um, People view things differently. You know, sometimes you just have argumentative people. Sometimes people just don't like the popular opinion, whatever the fuck. It's always going to be split in this world. And I'm not going to let them get me out of pocket. I'm not going to let them get me out uh, of how I want to feel my emotion I am not gonna let these people add extra stress onto me I'm not gonna let them think that I make me think I can't enjoy my life I can't go outdoors I can't uh, just put the mask on wash your hands don't be a nasty motherfucker take care of yourself take care of your immune system take your vitamins eat clean eat your vegetables eat fruits you know like fucking take care of yourself is what they've been trying to tell you dude take care of your priorities get your money together, why is your credit so bad, why are you eating so bad, why are you eating fast food every day, uh, we should probably outlaw some of the fucking pickled pig feats and shit that's in the stores, um, it's killing them, they don't know how to salt their food properly, (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole lot of shit that's just fucked up, dude, that's yes, man. But when you're an adult, you have the right, right? You have the right. When you're an adult, you have the right to make those decisions. You have the right to fuck up your life the, the way you want to fuck it up. You have the right to fuck up your life the, just the right way. It, the, the right amount of fuck up if you want to. Just just a dash. Some people just want a dash. They just want a dash of fuck up in their life. They're like, oh, okay. Remember that time to make that mistake? And then some people just want that shit flooded all the way through. Like, I I need drama I don't operate right without it. I need tox- I need the toxic city in my life. I need to be toxic. It just doesn't work. And this world is made for those type of people. It's, it's made for people who can't handle that type of pressure. It's made for people who can't check their, their fucking uh, emotions at the door. It's made for people who break easy. That's what it's. Those are the people that run it. Those are people that run in the rat race. Those those are people. Myself included, dude. I'm not taking myself out of it. I'm just trying to get the fuck up out of it. <laughs> that's it. I'm not trying to take myself up out of it with you guys and say that I'm better than you guys. No, I'm here with you. I'm just trying to get the fuck up out of it. And I'm talking about it with you so we can all try and get the fuck up out of it. Or at least some of us, right? Some of us can get the fuck up out of it. Um, but that's the way they conditioned us. They conditioned us to be fearful and scared and you know just consistent with the bare minimum being being consistently happy or or not even happy just consistently able to go through the motions with the bare minimum a real fucking uh A real brainwash situation. But then you get people. I had a class that I was taking one time. And a guy, he upset me. But I get where he was coming from. He had the complexion for the protection, though. But either way, he said something that was like, I get mad at people when they just complain about their position. And, you know, he talked about sleeping on his friend's couch and changing his position and things like that. But, yeah, that's cool, dude. That's cool when you you can do that. That's cool when your life allows you to do that, to, to set yourself up and get up on your feet. But a lot of people aren't in the same situation. A lot of people don't have the pigment to do what you just did. A lot of people don't have the background to do what you did. A lot of I don't know your education history. A lot of people don't they don't have the the, the education. They, they 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 lack the the, the wit of the gif of gap, you know. Some people have records. Even if it's just marijuana, I just talked to you about this type of shit, this shit will end people's lives. You know, everybody just doesn't have the position in life to be given the second or third chance just because you fit what is deemed acceptable in America. And I know that's a hard thing for him to swallow. Nobody's had a conversation with him like that because I'm quite sure the only type of people who, he, who he's talking to, the way that he handled himself in a public man, in a public setting, the only people he's talking to are people that he can agree with. Well, we're at 50-minute 50, 50, uh, mark. And... 50 minute mark, and I'm only about um, halfway through my topic, so at least I got another one coming, what did I mention on here that I mentioned and I would like to talk about since we stopped here at COVID, well, since we stopped here at COVID, then I'll just continue with COVID, and um, we'll hop on to the next shit, and uh, I'll probably record two today, I'm gonna edit this, and for sure, I'm gonna start popping these bitches the fuck out, and it is what the fuck it is, but anyway, Disneyland. I told you guys that if there's going to be one thing that I will put my health on the line for, if there's going to be one thing that I risk it all for, sad to say, man, Disneyland's been closed for over a year now, and I'm going. I'm going the fuck back. As soon as they open the fucking door, they can, I can be in gloves, I can be in a whole hazard mat suit, and I'm still going to Disneyland. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Excuse me. Of Course I'm not going by myself, I'm taking my little one with me. My kiddo's gonna join along. Now I don't know if I want it to be and I'm gonna bring her, her her friend. Her friend can come as well. And I don't wanna know if I don't know if I want it to just be those two or if I wanted to make it a whole shebang type of situation, right? Like, alright, um, I'm gonna bring her friend and maybe I'll call up my homeboy. He's got three kids now, so Maybe he'll bring somebody, and, and his brother, I don't know if he's still in the same relationship with the chick who has a kid, but if they, if he is, maybe they want to join along, and, you know, just make it a whole little, because we've, I gotta start this shit, nobody's gonna start it, at least it doesn't look like they're gonna start it, dude, I'm already in my fucking 30s, and by this time, I, shit, I was, um, when I when my mom was this age, I was 10, and I had already been to a couple of these events, on my mom and my father's side, so... It's about time for this shit to crack off. One of me and my other homeboys have been talking about trying to get it together. And, you know, he just got a new job. Congrats. And I, I think life is hitting, you know, grown men at the same time. And we just realizing that there's a lot of things that we want to do. But the priorities are keeping a lot of shit at bay. Um, but this is one that I want to get together. So if you guys are listening, this is my idea. I want to get everybody together, get your kids together. Um, if you don't have kids, you can still come along to Disneyland. At least for me, Disneyland is a very exciting place. I think it'd be awesome for everybody to get out there and just until we are able to go on, a, you know, cruises and shit like that again. Um, I do want to start some family vacay type shit, friends vacay type shit, where people get together, rent a cabin, and try to do it every year type of thing. Like, why did I get married or some type of shit like that type thing? Like that, those are my goals for this chapter. For these next chapters of my life is just. Trying to keep relationships um, in good standings and and um, spending time with the people I, that I care about because it's not gonna be easy like it used to be as I as I get older I see we spend less and less time because we're all trying to get through more and more bullshit. So um, with that said, dude, I'm trying to go maybe in May. I think they're opening. They said the end of April, the beginning of May. I think right now they're open just for ticket holders. I, I'm not sure. I thought they canceled that shit too. But I'm very excited for fucking Disneyland. My favorite ride is uh, the Haunted Mansion. I'm, I'm ready to see that shit. I'm ready to just walk around. ready to get on everything. Pirates of the Caribbean 2 is one of my favorites. But Disneyland opening up is a huge fucking deal for me. And I know how people... I know what people think about Walt and Walt Disney. But, you know, that's several years removed. I. It is what the fuck it is. There, there are a lot of dark things about people. At this point, I just like the theme park, okay? I just like to go to the theme park. I don't... I have never seen Disneyland shut down. I have been around since the '80s, (laughs) and I have never seen anything like this. So I'm going back because there's no telling when they do it again. There's no telling when I when they do it again. You know, before COVID happened, I was just getting into my comfort space to be able to like spend time with myself by myself, out of my home, and I'd go to like, ah, this film is nice. I'm gonna go see this film by myself. I'm gonna go early in the morning and go see this film by myself, right? And that became very, very, very enjoyable for me. And then COVID happened and they closed all the theaters and there's no telling, you know, when, when everything will be normal again. But that had be, that had became very enjoyable for me. And even though I miss the movies like shit, I can still watch movies and things at my home. So I'm not really running to a theater anytime soon. But traveling in Disneyland is where it's at for me. So um, get the kids together, guys. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go as soon as I'm able to go. Like, as soon as I'm able to go, I might just be on a whim, too. Like, oh, did you get the news middle of the week that said, General Pop, Disneyland's back cracking? I'll probably be up there that weekend. It's just going to happen like that. If if I don't plan it with anyone, then it's going to happen that way. It's just going to be like, oh, well, uh, hey, how y'all doing? I'm at Disneyland. <laughs> and then I'm going to come back and tell you guys all the fuck about it, dude, but I'm not going to sit here and get into any more of the topics that I had on the doc, I think I got like one, I got 10 more left, and I can stretch those too, and put a little bit more on there, so when I get back and record the next one later on the day, I'll probably have 15, and I'll see where we go from there, and if I can just keep banging them out this week, and just start letting them the fuck out, letting them go again, because I miss you guys, man, and Sometimes I just, a person like me at least, sometimes I have to get myself into a mode when it's been a long break for me to get back into the groove of things. Because I know once I get back into the groove of things, I don't want to stop. I can't stop, but I don't want to stop again. Shout out. Rockefeller. Get down. Get down. That's old as fuck. That's the Young Guns. Rockefeller. I was going to sing the bad boy version, but then I just went to the Young Guns. (laughs) Shout out to Chris and me. Oh, shit, dude. Wrestle, I do got more. I got so much to talk about. Oh, anyway, I was just about to go into WrestleMania, and I won't. That's going to be the next podcast. It will be the next cast. Next cast, we'll probably talk about fucking um, WrestleMania. We'll talk about um, 261 UFC that's coming up. I got to talk about George Floyd's Killer's Trial. Paul Pierce was just let go from ESPN. I want to talk about Patreon. Yeah, we got some things to talk about, so that's what we're going to do at the at the uh, top of the next one. We'll talk about some of those, and I'll see what, what the fuck else is going on. I know you guys want me to talk about Quavo. I think I heard about it enough. I'm not going to talk about it. I think we heard about it enough. I don't think it's big enough to talk about, for one. For one, I don't think it's big enough to talk about. I think Quavo and, and Saweetie will be just fine. Either way, I think they'll be just fine. If they don't get back together, who fucking knows? Love is fucking strange and weird. And that elevator incident that I seen of, of tossing and throwing, you know, y'all need to knock it off. I've been inside of people's homes and then seeing them and, and sh- all right. Now, I know you ain't supposed to be handling nobody like that. We've had this conversation before. We've had this conversation already about people being violent towards their spouses of the same sex or opposite sex is not supposed to happen it's not what it is but you got to remember something here's what i'm saying violence is never the key you should never ever fucking strike a woman touch a woman abuse a woman nothing there's several ways to go about getting your point across and that is never the fucking way to do it but i have lived life and there has been several times where um my lady has got aggressive or you know, I had to hug her, hold her down, we play wrestling or what the fuck ever, and things may have got out of control, what the fuck ever, dude, I don't know, sometimes it happens because we're humans, but I can tell you this, if you're grown up with a brother, if you're grown up with a sister, if you're grown up with a sibling, you, lo- you love this motherfucker, their opposite sex doesn't matter, right, and you guys go overboard, you guys might be in public, you guys might be at fucking a water park, and now you're tugging a warrant for a bag or something that somebody said that they couldn't... You, I told you you couldn't use this type of situation. Now, you might say, yeah, but that's family. But it's still a man and a woman. It's still, it's still a wife and a husband. It's still uh, an uncle and an aunt, you know? And sometimes it gets to those points. But what I could tell you from what I just seen in the video, don't look like that man want to do that woman no harm. It looked like when he looked at the camera, he was like... I lost it. I just got caught. And I and I am out of my character. Now, another thing I can tell you is, when a nigga is really quick to leave his chick like that, like, right? yeah, she did do something. She went on the show with her ex-boyfriend, and that's crazy as fuck. Like, hell yeah. I haven't looked at the podcast yet. I am interested, but I haven't looked at it yet. And I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but <laughs> you're right, yeah, I'm talking about it. Anyway, because I didn't hear spit from this perspective. But anyway, when the dude would give his girl up like that, when the dude says, you know what? I thought you was somebody else, and it's good. I'm ghost. It's because she took him way out of himself. She had him to the point where he's probably watching the video saying, "Dude, I om- we was almost there. I almost lost my shit, dude. This would be a whole nother story. I I came so close." To losing it all right there like all it took was for me to hit her literally like hit her for real one time and she almost she almost had me there and she probably looked at it too on her own or where the closest home girl like look look like she like that's that look girl like i had that nigga like i was actually scared right there i think and he was about to hit me and i was gonna have to hit his ass and people know each other that well to where they know they done fucked up but in the, either way it goes, dude. I um, I hope both sides, both parties are healing. I hope they're doing um, better in their respective separate parts of the world right now. I know it's a little bit messy and it's hard to let go cleanly. So you're probably getting a lot of texts and DMs and friends and shit. But you ever find yourself in that situation, brothers? Leave. Let her have the shit. What the fuck is the... What's so important? What do you got in this goddamn bag, dude? What do you have in this bag that... Yo ass. You, you got millions, dude. You, you go, go get another one. Go get, go get another one. Let her have it. Let her have it. <laughs> she can have it. I don't need to pull it from you and rip it out of your arms and sling you, you know, head first into the fucking back patty of a fucking elevator. <laughs> so hard, it looks like the wall on the elevator was fucking Brian Erlacher just laid your ass down. And we going up to the fourth floor now. The door's closed. <laughs> I'm lifting you up now off the ground, giving you a pack on the back of the ass like I'm your teammate. <laughs> it's all good. We'll get him on the next one. <laughs> oh goddamn! I'm gonna mosey on down the road. I'm gonna fucking ride off into the sunset, dude. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This has been the world famous war. <laughs> Sorry about that voice crack. This is a war winning. World Famous podcast that nobody knows about and hasn't won a damn thing. This is a podcast about everything. We will see you on down the line. I hope that the positioning of my words now don't fucking irritate the fuck out of you guys. But hey, I got braces. We want. I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn how to use my mouth again. Pause. <laughs> see you guys in a few days.